This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. Dad, I assume Tom. I have the pleasure of speaking with a man who's become a friend of mine, who is not only a voiceover artist, but is an actual artist, animator, stunt coordinator, um, martial arts expert, polyglot in like 17 different languages. And if the rest of that isn't true, give it six months and it will be. Eric Bowza, how are you? What's up, Doug? Uh, I'm doing good. You, you, you left out, you left out Canadian. Uh, ah, well, you know, that's, <laughs> I did forget Canadian, but you've been here long enough that you're one of us now. You're an American. Now. I've, uh, I've, I've dumped the red and white for the red, white, and blue. <laughs> and I saw the first three episodes of Looney Tunes cartoons, which is, co- is coming back on HBO. Well, the cartoons are coming to HBO Max on May 27th, but it's a breath of fresh air to see these classic characters come back to life in the way that they have. I just spoke to Bob Bergen earlier, who's Porky Pig. Your Bugs, your Daffy, your 97 other characters in there. I think you're going to steal Granny from Candy Milo at some point. So you're doing something right. Uh, well, no, I think Candy, Candy has that one uh, like no one else. She's, she's amazing. I mean, you know, a lot of people call her uh, uh, a modern-day June Foray, but I like to call her a present-day Candy because she's a, a bit of a legend on her own right, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, that goes the same for Bob and that goes the same for Jeff. You know, these are these are actors that uh, have kept these characters uh, uh, after the great Mel Blanc. They kept the characters uh, alive and well and interesting enough for me to become part of the family. And uh, I I appreciate the decades of work that they poured into these characters. You know, it, it really it, it's really nothing to uh, uh, to forget. And and if if there's any evidence, you know, that their their work affected people, I'm living proof of that. Well, you've stepped into Mel Blanc's shoes twice now because first was Woody Woodpecker and now with Bugs and Daffy. Oh, that's right. Woody Wood are we allowed to use this voice here? <laughs> that's up to you at this point, hey, but yeah. <laughs> get, get your own interview, Doc. I love it, man. Firehouse Frenzy was great. Curse of the Monkey Bird was fantastic. Bob said that was the first one you guys recorded. That's the first episode that's being released. Um, You know, you guys got to work together prior to the quarantine, and now everyone's had to upgrade their home studios to look like the, you know, being at Warner Brothers. What's the transition (laughs) been like from when you were working with Bob in the studio to now with a total of 80 shorts coming out for 11 minute episodes uh, to doing it from home. Well, you know, there's, uh, I I don't have the luxury of being with my fellow voice actors. That's the number one thing that I miss. uh, Cause there's nothing like being in a room and, and playing off of uh, someone like Bob and someone like Jeff uh, or Fred or Candy for that matter. And uh, you know, also having, the luxury, missing the luxury of having the voice director, Jack Fletcher there, and any one of the brilliant storyboard artists who come in and help kind of direct us from the storyboard, you know, but through the magic of uh, Zoom, Skype, Source Connect, these are all programs and um, platforms that we're, we're using now in this pandemic to connect through our laptops and our microphones 
you know, from home. Uh, the only difference is, is I don't have a soundproof booth like uh, the big shots do. I, I, I have a nice walk-in closet with lots of dirty laundry and folded uh, cartoon shirts lying around here acting as soundproofing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. I never thought like, this is usually where I audition, uh, for, for, for shows, but now they're being used as uh, the, the audio I'm producing from this room is broadcast quality, believe it or not. Um, after all the compression, after all the audio processing, I haven't had a single note from any audio engineer in town saying that this is not able to be used on TV. Well, that's fantastic, man. It's changing the business all altogether. It it may uh, help Warner Brothers save money on rent. I don't know. <laughs> well, the thing is, you brought back these classic characters from 70, 80 plus years now, and everything's going strong. You know, animation's finally, I think, going to get the respect that it deserves out here in the West, the way it has in France and Japan and Korea. So it's, it's about time because obviously a lot more animation is going to be produced during these downtimes. What does that mean not only for voice actors, but also for you to be able to stay at home and have your son knock on the door in the middle of your best take asking for more fruit juice? (laughs) Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Oh, man. It's like you're here. It's like you live here. Um, And, you know, if you were to knock on the door, too, I'd be like, what what do you need? I I, I put all the candy out on the, the, you know, on your table. You know, I cut them up into small pieces so they're not chokeable, folks. I am a a good parent. Maybe not the best, but I am good. But, uh, you know, thank God for the nanny, uh, you know, and, and thank God for the ex-girlfriend. She's also in the same situation. Uh, Jessica Barutsky, animation director over on Loud House. Uh, anytime she has a, a production meeting uh, at home with the Nickelodeon folks, uh, I, I always watch her back with our son and then uh, vice versa, you know, and then... Uh, after a few weeks of, of quarantine, uh, we figured, you know, the nanny, she, she wasn't sick and we thought, okay, maybe it might be safe to bring her back in. She, it is considered under essential, uh, services and workers. So, um, we're, we're, you know, we're still very cautious. We're, we're always washing his hands, my hands, my feet, their feet, you know, everything, the whole nine yards. And, um, but yeah, you know, again, it's just, it's, it's such a different change, but it, it hasn't thrown us off in animation because we usually get our assignments, even if you're a, a layout artist or a painter, a storyboard artist or a musician, you get your notes from the director or the line producer, and then you go back into your cave and you start producing the work. And here you are still working, so that's the important thing. I'm still sitting in the closet from my nine to one session today. I figured this is the best room in the house. As soon as we started our interview, like the garbage truck went by and I went, okay, I got to get out of here. I was in the living room. Uh, and now I'm back, uh, I'm back in the closet. Well, I'm just happy that my neighbor's construction workers took their lunch break when we started talking. So we're all in the same boat right now. <laughs> my neighbors probably think there's like 50 people here and they're going to call, uh, you know, like the, the like the environmental protection agency against me because I have I'm I'm uh, I'm 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 having a mass gathering here. I'm uh, like, someone say mass gathering? Woohoo! Well, you're Filipino, so of course you're already having a mass gathering. You have all oh, 17 God. aunts, all 47 cousins. Everybody's gonna be there. <laughs> it's it's not how many rooms I have; it's the driveway space that I'm concerned. With. I need I need I need to build a parking lot for my relatives when they come over. <laughs> Oh, 
man. You know, uh, Sam, I wanted to bring up Sam Register because Sam Register is one of the executive producers on the show. I follow Sam on, on Instagram, and his stuff is absolutely out of left field. Is Sam really Daffy Duck in real life, or is this just the character that he plays online? Well, I like to say he's, yeah, he's, he's Daffy in Bugs clothing because he's a calm, cool, collected guy. But every now and then you catch that smirk that he has. He's, he's got like, you know, he's, he's, he, uh, through working on Looney Tunes cartoons, I've become a lot closer with him, uh, in, 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 in previous years, you know, and it's, it's, it's been great getting to know Sam and getting to work with him on this level. Uh, you know, he, he's giving me the keys to the Cadillac, you know, and, and I'm trying not to scratch it. And, and who knows, this might be it for me this round. And, and I, and it, even if that were the case, I would be completely happy knowing that. But Sam is, he's a very funny guy and he knows, he knows what's cool. That's the other thing too. It's like, I, I think he's got a crystal ball about, uh, you know, pop culture and, 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 and what he can anticipate people might like. And, uh, uh, it's, it's been quite the journey. Let's just say that. Well, what I love, I love with this cartoon series is that you guys aren't just rehashing the traditional gags that were used, you know, 40, 50, 80 years ago, they fit into the story and they're still funny, but they work for a modern audience. It's the reference I normally make is like when you're learning to play a song, so you're playing the notes, but you're not making music. And that's how like a lot of cartoons that are homages to the original are. But this is still in line with Bugs taking us to the opera. Oh, wow. Well, that's a very high compliment. And and I appreciate you saying that, you know, because there are some folks out there that are like, no, he's supposed to say uh, 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 Albuquerque, you know, (laughs) like, and I mean, there are some tunes, uh, shorts that are coming up where we do like do word for word homages. But, you know, I, I feel like we've already seen the, the Albuquerque. We want to do uh, – we want to concentrate on places like Luxembourg. <laughs> well, you got to go international with it. Yeah, we yeah. got to give other people a chance to be in the spotlight. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, Big League Beast was a great short for episode two, so that was a lot of fun. You know, that with, with Gossamer? That's the one with Gossamer, yeah. And Tom Kenny as the mad scientist. Yeah. So, you, you know, you guys, uh, you guys <laughs> took every talented person in Southern California and put them in these cartoons. So we congratulate you guys for that. Oh, man. Thanks again. I mean, this is just wonderful. You know, again, uh, I had spoken to folks earlier about, like, animation in general. You know, again, you, you, you get what you uh, – your assignment, and then you put the horse blinders on, <laughs> and then magically a year or two later, a baby's born. And you're wondering, how, how the heck did this happen? Uh, and we're still working as these episodes are being completed. Uh, now, we, we're just waiting for HBO, Warner Brothers, and, you know, all the other uh, uh, brands and titles and corporations to kind of form HBO Max. Now we finally have a home to watch it. Well, it's a beautiful thing. And hopefully for those people that don't have HBO Max, this will run on Cartoon Network or Boomerang and say, like, preparation for season two coming out. Uh, Eric, I know Bob is usually very tight-lipped about this stuff, and I know you're probably going to get, like, beeped if I ask, but <laughs> Space Jam 2, how excited do we need to be? Wait, are they making another one? I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, you know, so <laughs> some Canadian guy was posting all over the place about it. <laughs> you know, they can't keep secrets in Canada. Uh, Apparently well, not. Know, um, 
I'll go as far as saying my involvement with the with the project is 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 temporary still. You know, I'm I'm, I'm definitely in there helping them out with uh, some dialogue here and there, but um, you know, they're they're still far from being done and uh, any kind of solid decisions being made in that direction. But uh, LeBron, as we've all read and we've all seen now, the logo of the movie and all that stuff, he's very excited. And from what I can tell, they're still aiming for a theatrical release next year, 2021 summer. So. We'll all have to wait. We're all we're all on the edges of our seats. Well, fingers crossed for all that. HBO Max, the new home of Looney Tunes cartoons, Wednesday, May 27th is when Curse of the Monkey Bird, uh, Marvin Flag Gag, etc. is all dropping on, on HBO Max. Eric Bowser, thank you. It's always a pleasure talking to you. I love that we can always crack jokes and, you know, just have a good time when we talk. Well, thank you, Earth Creature. Isn't that lovely? Perfect. Eric, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Of course. <laughs> Take care. Take care, man.